Beyond the Basement with Jim Jam, Johnny, and, well, if you're watching video, the beautiful man, Craig. 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 It's all true. <laughs> <laughs> Craig is uh, actually the guy from that we talk about all the time on the podcast or mentioned, maybe mentioned, not all the time, but sometimes half-ass forecast. He's got a Etsy shop. This is your sticker that you can't see. Real I well noticed that. Behind me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> friendly Monsters Toys and Collectibles uh, on Etsy. He's got some really cool stuff there. And sure. you can go follow him at Four Color Craig. Also, YouTube channel, Half-Ass Forecast, Craig in the Closet. Um, he does all kinds of stuff. So Craig's yeah. Creepy Closet? Yeah, Craig's Creepy Closet. But oh. you say you're in the closet, right? Is that how well, it goes? I, that's, that's where I broadcast from, so yes. Since we're going with the Craig's Creepy Closet, I was going to say that I was just thinking about how shitty I am with hot sauce now. And I just watched your latest video, and you're just over there chugging <laughs> you, you, some hot I mean, sauce, dude. It's like if I'm going to do a taste test video, you know, it's, it's, it's like pop culture, uh, energy drinks, and hot sauce. So it's Masters of the Universe hot sauce, and I think uh, I have a Chucky Child's Play energy drink and a Kong versus Godzilla energy drink. And I feel like if I'm going to do a taste test, I have to genuinely consume portions like generous portions to be able to weigh in on it so plus it's not visually very stimulating if i just take little little tiny sips right so i just i go for it yeah you, you know. just poured it into a shot glass <laughs> and and i was over here like a couple of weeks ago i ate a bunch of uh jalapeno chips like they're deep fried like pickles and dude Four hours later, like I ate them at like two forty-five at six thirty. My stomach was fucked. Like the next day, I was just like, man, and they weren't even that hot. But I, my stomach has gotten so—I guess where I used to eat so much hot food, and then I quit for a while, and now I can't eat fucking a whole lot of spicy food anymore. Yeah. Well, listening to the podcast, it sounds like you eat a little cleaner than you used to as yeah, well. So anything deep fried is probably gonna. Mess up yeah, I think that was a, I think that was a big thing too. Uh, the deep fried jalapenos, probably they're greasy. Probably right. didn't help. Probably didn't I, help uh, at all. You know, you saw you showed that energy drink of the the good guy. That'd been funny after you drunk it. It just, the camera just switched and you was in a good guy outfit. I, <laughs> yeah, that that would uh, require extra props though. Uh, like yeah. I, I don't I don't have that hanging in my closet. That'd be good or, if I or, did. Or you could just uh, clip to a, a an actual Chucky doll. <laughs> just find a video on there. I, the lights go I'm not off. Sure and that that would up. be good. Yeah, that would be weird if you had a good guy doll, just outfit randomly. Could be weird. I'm ha- I'm, 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 you want yeah. some production value? You want you want you know? I would just thought it would be funny. Kind of limited, you know. Oh, I, oh, I totally understand. <laughs> But you know, well, the funny, go ahead. The good guy doll uh, energy drink reminded me just the way that the shape was and the the covering of it. And I've only seen these at the Dollar Tree, uh, where everything's a dollar, obviously. The Stacker Two energy drinks, mm. and I was like, I wonder if they didn't take and just rebrand that. But so I looked up Stacker Two energy drink, and uh, they don't have cherry flavor, so. I guess not. No, I you don't rip the label, man. But, but I'm just I, saying, it's, a, it's, it's the like, same label, though. I'm just it's saying like it's like plastic. 
yeah, it's very flimsy. Whatever this, you know, whatever they're doing to it is not really super. Uh, it's not like a red bull. Wrap. It's probably like wrapped around and then shrunk wrap on it and heat, you know, heat wrap or whatever. But yeah, I was just looking at it. And I was like, that reminds me of them stacker energy drinks. So I looked it up. There's no cherry. So I guess it's not. Yeah, All right, well, my investigative journalism. <laughs> that's what I, I, uh, I ended up drinking a lot more of those energy drinks than I intended to because they were like genuinely really good because I, I don't drink soda that much anymore and I don't drink energy drinks at all anymore. And uh, I'd forgotten how much I love them. You know what I mean? So just oh, getting yeah. that, that little rush, it was, it yeah. kind of, that also messed up my stomach because I, I, <laughs> I drink a bunch of hot sauce and almost yeah. finished these energy drinks when I haven't been drinking them in a long time. And it was fun, but uh, it kept me up for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I must say yeah, you, probably, that, you probably cracked the hell out. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it, but yeah, I stayed up to like two when I normally go to bed at like, you know, like ten o'clock or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, we're just going to keep ca- talking about this episode. Uh, the habanero hot sauce that you had, that you drank, and you drank it down to the label. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. habanero is supposed to be spicy, and that's you know that's why they they put the carrots in there to add a little sweetness. But it says aged red peppers, and I was like, that's not habanero. Like, you you kept referring to it as, like, Tabasco, and I'm like, yeah, that's – they lied on the freaking label. It's not habanero. Yeah, I, I don't know if, like, down – I don't have it right next to me, but I, I don't know if down the ingredients list it has – you know, maybe it's a very subtle just so they can officially say yeah, it. say it's habanero. Right, because yeah. it tastes – it really did taste just like – Tabasco, or not Tabasco, but uh, Louisiana hot sauce. Yeah, Louis- reminds- there you go. Yeah. yeah, Louisiana and Tabasco are to- totally different flavors. Well, yeah. Yeah, they're different. Tucker, what is it, bud? Got my cat, sorry. He's meowing at me. All right, so on today's podcast, I guess <laughs> we're going to discuss, we got some uh, phone calls, right? Yeah. Paranormal phone calls. Uh, Jim Jam sent over some links. Uh, some Amazon talk stuff and sun hibernating and how scientists talk monkeys, the concept of money, which is pretty interesting. Um, That's going to be a funny topic right there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, I'll pull up these, uh, these voicemails. Oh yeah. And with the voicemails, uh, you want to give out that phone number? Oh yeah, yeah. Do you have it memorized? I got no, it don't. on my I got it on my phone. <laughs> a picture of it. That's awesome. This is how we do this around here. All right, the, the number is uh, if you have uh, experienced anything creepy or uh, unexplained, you can call nine three one three two five nine seven five five. And leave us a voicemail. We will not be answering that because we don't have it set up like that. Just leave a voicemail, and uh, we'll talk about it on air. But is, gonna, is it okay? Is it okay to ask? Do you do you uh, you don't know this person, correct? This is an anonymous phone call, or yeah, it's it's a, a five four zero area code. So yeah, I don't know this person. Hmm. Yeah, see. and that's the whole thing about this. It'll all be anonymous. I guess you'll be able to see the phone number, but we won't know who you are. So this, you don't have to leave a name or anything, right? Looks like no, you don't have to. 
It looks like this uh, is a uh, 540 area code. Is around West Virginia and Virginia, Maryland, post office. I, I mean, you ain't got to track down where it's from. Well, I'm, I'm just you saying. I'm trying to be here over here anonymous, and you're like, <laughs> let me fucking zero in on this shit. Whitepages.com. Let's track who this is. Well, hold on. Before <laughs> I, uh, I might not show this because it has their actual phone number. So I might just play the audio and not show the screen. But I'll show the screen That's to y'all. But, um, yeah, it's probably best. Yeah, I'm sure they. I mean, it won't matter if I see the screen because I can't read the transcript anyway. So, my phone's too small. Well, here we go. I'm gonna share the screen with y'all. All right, so uh, here we go for the first one. Hi, I'm Justice. This happened at Penhurst Asylum uh, about two years ago. So I was in one of the buildings. Uh, it is called the Mayflower Building. And I was on the second floor alone. Nobody else was there. And I was walking down the hallway, and I see something about 30 yards in front of me. It was on all fours, uh, just walking across the hallway. Um, it had, like, sickly white skin, very skinny claws, the skull for a face, and horns and spikes going down its back. And then I realized I saw a wendigo in Penthurst Asylum. And I have many other stories about Penthurst as well. So, have fun. Have fun. Yeah. I, uh, did you guys look up Penthurst State Asylum? Did you guys look it up or? Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I, I was, I was going to ask uh, about Penthurst. I probably have. Talk about that. Did you look it up, Craig? I did, because uh, Justice, uh, is it okay to say her name? Because she said, hi, I'm Justice. Right? Yeah, 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 so, that's okay. fine. Um, she, she said it like we should know common knowledge-wise what it was. Um, but uh, it's, uh, it's originally Eastern Pennsylvania State Institution for the Feeble-Minded and Epileptic. And uh, it's obviously for the mentally ill and physically disabled. And uh, it was closed in 1987. After a lot of controversy, I guess mistreatment of uh, the residents and that sort of thing, and I think it's now uh, a haunted house. Yeah, it's kind of like an attraction now. People take tours of it, and yeah. sorry, I'm scrolling through. I don't, no, no, you good. Good. I'm not really up on it. It's, it says Penhurst Asylum was named number one haunted attraction in the United States, according to USA Today. Proceeds from the attraction go towards the upkeep of the grounds and buildings. Well, that'd be pretty cool to go through. Check that out. Boy, I want to see this five-part uh, series that aired on local television in Philadelphia in 1968. The reports showed images of naked emancipated emaciated residents swaying back and forth to their own internal rhythms or curled up in balls. The children were tied to their beds. Holy shit. Dude. That, that's, and that was in 1968. And it didn't get shut down to almost 20 years or, you know, about 20 years later. No wonder it got shut down. But it took 20 years. 
<laughs> that was quite a, a big but there's no internet you know what i'm saying you gotta think now like with the internet being here how that would just it would be every, everyone would know oh yeah i'm sure there'd be videos of some uh people uh yeah harassing them and whatnot but yeah speaking of her story though she said she saw a wendigo so uh isn't that like the creature from Pet Cemetery? Isn't that what they refer to in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what that is. And then, of course, they have that movie coming out this year, I believe, isn't it? The, uh, called Antlers. I think mm. that's about the wind to go. But, uh, yeah, that would be pretty wild to, to what, Johnny? I think it is. But uh, what would you do if y'all were... You know, in a place like that or something, and you witness uh, the, the Wendigo, would you uh, want to investigate, or would you run like scared, like Scooby Doo, or something? Well, well I, 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 go ahead, Craig. Well, no, Craig, I, he's the guest. Yeah. No, I, I, I was just gonna say I'm t- I'm pretty ignorant of what Wendigo actually is, so I, I don't know. I mean, she described it as like a it was like a. a Sickly Demon. white, yeah, sickly white skin, very skinny claws, a skull, skull for a face, and it had horns and spikes going down its back. So just mm-hmm. not you knowing what the creature actually is, but just seeing something like what she described, that'd be absolutely terrifying. Yeah, without a doubt. I kind of wonder what she did after she saw it. Did she just kind of like keep Maybe walking she- the grounds or... Like I'm out. <laughs> I would have probably been a. Uh, it probably been hard for me to continue. I don't know. I, I, it, you you know how I feel about this stuff. Uh, as far as haunted houses or haunted things go, they always do it at nighttime, and they say, "Well, that's because there's not as much energy in the air stopping them from showing themselves or some whatever." You know, but also your mind works different in the shadows than it does in the daylight. You know what I'm saying? Plays tricks I don't know how many... Right? Do what? Plays tricks on yeah. it, right? Well, I don't know how much time y'all spent outside in the dark. You know, when you were kids and teenagers and it's like midnight. I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know how everybody lived or grew up. But for me personally, I was outside a lot. Shouldn't have been. Wasn't supposed to be because we snuck out, you know, every weekend we was outside and when it's midnight and you're walking by yourself and it's fucking pitch black or, you know, you only have street lights or you get into a wooded area, you will think you see something that you don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've done that before. And you put yourself into that hospital, you know, uh, and you already have pre-recollections, or whatever, you know, thoughts of what could happen to you, or you might already have a fear. And I'm not saying she didn't see it. But Johnny, it'll be creepy. Yeah, I think you're onto something because I feel like everybody, no matter their like background or whatever, has that lizard brain part of them that it's like caveman era. You know, you're scared of like predators and threats that you can't see at night. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's sort of something that's kind of like 
like deep in us. So like anytime at night, you're going to kind of have those feelings, especially in the wilderness or if there's wooded, wooded area close by and that sort of thing. So I totally agree. Yeah. And, and actually humans, when it become nighttime, humans didn't go out um, because electricity is what caused, you know, obviously for us to function at nighttime. But before all that, the majority of people didn't go out at night because they were afraid. Because you know who was out at night? Robbers and killers. You know what I mean? It's, it's pitch black. There's no, you don't have streetlights. You don't mm-hmm. have nothing. And you're walking down a trail. Well, you don't know what's on that trail. You don't know who is out there waiting for you. So, and I, don't, I watched the history about that. It was interesting, but kind of boring too. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, that made know. me think back when I was a kid, we, uh, we lived in these apartments and we would play hide and go seek. They had some yeah. woods right beside the playground and we'd go play hide and go seek in the woods at night. Yeah. Hell, at, now that I'm an adult, I wouldn't fucking do that. <laughs> Not at all. There's creatures in them woods. Well, I wouldn't be really worried about creatures in the woods that you live locally. I'd be more fucked up with mosquitoes now. <laughs> well, but, I'm talking about like even a, even in the fall, which I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure when mosquitoes quit. Yeah, but uh, don't they are they dying out around the fall, close to the beginning? Well, when of it, it gets cold, yeah. Uh, my thing is, is I really wouldn't want to be running through the woods in general because low I'm hanging older branch, and l- low hanging branch might get you. Well, yeah, you're taller, and I'm older, and then I'm not as resilient. Like as in, if I rolled on the ground, it would hurt a hell of a lot more now than it did when I was a kid. You know? Hey, I know that I fell off a forklift on my shoulder uh, as a Ow. grown person, and it was only like a three foot fall, if that. Oh, that hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. The bigger, it's the it's true. The bigger you are, the harder you fall. I fell very hard. Yeah. I think that, that kind of. I think uh, I think I might have messed up my rotator cuff when that happened. Dude, uh, here, we we want to talk about work injuries. Uh, I twisted my ankle stepping off of a fucking tugger, <laughs> where I step on a crack in the floor. Parked at the perfect spot. It's like, ah! You didn't break your mom's back, did you? That, oh, my God, <laughs> I was taking it back to kids. You remember that saying. But, yeah, oh, I guess we, we got way off track. As uh, as Craig already knows, listening to the podcast, we're all well, over the fucking place. I, actually, I wanted to go even further with it because I have a buddy that uh, he threw out his back unloading his dishwasher. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> It's just wrenching down, I guess, and picking something out of the dishwasher was enough to, you know, to to mess them up. So yeah. When uh, as you get older, if you bend over wrong, if any kids are listening, enjoy your life as a young person because you yeah. can bend and you can move all you want to. But as you get older, you've probably been through a car wreck or two, maybe you know you've fallen too much and. But you bend over, pick up your toothbrush, or, you know, oh, man, I dropped a dime. Oh, oh shit. And then you fall. <laughs> You're done. Hey, Thank well, God that hasn't happened to me. I hope I it never it was, does. It was about the uh, time when my son was uh, first born in 2007 or so. 
we lived in these apartments and uh, my wife was emptying the dishwasher and she had it down and I wasn't paying attention and I walked backwards and tripped over the door of the damn dishwasher and fell into the, in the floor. About, I think, (laughs) I think the people had to come and replace the dishwasher because I broke the door. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask, did you fall on the dishwasher door? Oh yeah, I broke the, I think I broke the shit out that door. (laughs) Yeah, that would hurt too. But yeah, anyways, uh, we'll get back. We'll go to we'll move on to this second story. Yeah, because no one wants to hear me fall downstairs while I was carrying a basket of laundry. Yes, we do. Go ahead before we move on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I lived in a trailer park, uh, obviously. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what? You had stairs in your trailer. No man. Oh going yeah, going the, going down to the basement. That's right. Go ahead. No, uh, no, I was uh, just I was I would go have to go wash clothes because we didn't have laundry, or we weren't allowed to have a wash and dryer there. And man, I had my hands full with my basket, and I take a step, and man, I slipped. I, I almost caught myself, and I slipped again, man, right on my fucking ass. Oh, dude. It, it hurt so bad. I had phantom pains for like two years where I thought my tailbone bone hurt. That's how fucking bad it hurt to fall. And I was like probably 300-something pounds at that oh, time, yeah. maybe. Oy, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because the heaviest I was, I was like 354. It was before that. A couple of years before that, so yeah, I was in well in three hundreds, and it just oh man, I'm telling you, I don't wish that on no one. It's, yeah, that tailbone sucks. We don't even need it. Well, pinky like toe, it's only there to fucking stub. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't need your pinky toe. Mm. Don't it help to balance? No, that's your big toe. Oh. Yeah, I think you could lose your pinky toe without any problems. But yeah, they they claim that eventually the pinky toe, as progress goes through the race or the race, the uh, evolution of the human body, whatever, will uh, the pinky toe will go away. I I hope that there's someone that's missing their pinky toes that's super offended by this, <laughs> and they're like, "Don't understand. You understand what's going through? Yeah, I have phantom pains that it's not there." I gotta sprint like I used to. You know, I understand it. Oh, the beach. Yeah, it's so true, though. (laughs) The motherfucker walking around keeps falling over. Yeah, it's true. We don't. We don't know. We we still got our pinky toes. He's got so rich over here. They might have a prost. What what? people see me without my pinky toe, and they're all staring at me like I'm some kind of freak. (laughs) You know. He's so uh, he's, <laughs> yeah. He's so self-conscious. He goes and gets a prosthetic pinky toe made. <laughs> or or they buy the the foot socks, you know, where the toe socks, and then put a fake toe in there so it looks like you, they all have their you know. Right. Or they go full on and get those skeletal shoes and they yeah. just wear those all the time and say, "What? What's the problem?" Like, yeah. Yeah. What but I was I was you? thinking. What if you lost your big toe? You couldn't wear flip flops no more. No. 
God, that would, be yeah. that would be terrible. You would actually probably need a prosthetic, or, but I don't know how that would all work. How do you think slides would work without a big toe? Like, like you kind of need it to, so, you know, like, I know you can, like, strap it down and all, but I don't know. Anyways, I had a Never mind. That's stupid. Uh, that, that was my fault. I just <laughs> created a person without his uh, pinky toes to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I took it too far. Okay. All right. So, let's, hear, uh, let's hear the next one from Justice. Yeah. I'm yes, dying. Here we oh. go. Let's see what this will spawn off into. <laughs> I am Justice with another story from Penhurst Asylum. So. I was in a little common room in, I believe, the Mayflower uh, on the third floor, and the halls were lined with rooms for each of the patients. I was all the way at the end with two other people. Uh, and then I felt someone with four fingers grab my arm and pull me off. I was pulled off into the first room on the right, and I got pulled into the closet. And when I went into the closet, I looked up. And there was just a girl staring at me from a hole in the ceiling. And I have plenty more stories. Now, that is creepy. The ghost had four fingers, so it kind of accidentally uh, segued into a severed uh, limb. Uh, which fingers? Like, it has oh, to be the hold on. You doing this right here, Johnny? Just made me think. I was at the gas station earlier. To get me an energy drink, and this dude had this tattooed on his hands, I on his back. It, well, shit. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't see you guys either, so I don't know. Hold on, say. Let me yeah. stop sharing the screen. Can you see me now, Johnny? He had yeah, this. He had this tattooed on his calf. So he had the shocker. Yeah, he had the shocker tattooed on his calf. I, I'm, I, <laughs> Craig, you know what the shocker is, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, okay. I do. But yeah, I'm like, I, why I imagine most people do. I seen the stickers on the back of people's cars and stuff, but why would you get that tattooed on you? That Lost maybe he's maybe he's shocking. <laughs> I, I guess I don't know I, I mean I'm not going to judge people on their tattoo choices and there's some people that have like naked women having sex with each other or you know just graphic right. pornographic <laughs> what but but anyway I've never, um... I, I've never you're, you're describing like uh a dude with a tattoo of like two women scissoring or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh you seen God. that really? Oh, well, not in person, but oh. like, you know, on the internet, like where people show like some of the worst tattoos or, or, you know, not, and some of them are like high quality, like full on sex, you know, vagina out there, penis don't, All like. Right. It has like veins and the whole thing. Yeah, like realistic as to fuck. And it's just like, damn, dude, like you're living the life, I guess. I mean, you have to be successful in a way because you can't work in the public, right? 
Yeah, I, I feel like that's the phenomenon with people getting face tattoos and neck tattoos and stuff like that. Because when I was younger, that was like really taboo. And I feel like that's like what that signifies to people basically is I'm kind of outside the norm and I can't, you know, like I can support myself without a traditional job or whatever. So Yeah. And and nowadays, I think you're you have a better chance at supporting yourself traditional job you know what i mean like with the internet and being able to make art and sell sell your you know product easier or whatever maybe i don't know mm. what do i know maybe so so what would you do if you looked up through a hole in the was it a closet yeah well you saw she was dragged away though right is that what she said or she was moved away uh i was all the way at the end with other two people and felt someone with four fingers grab my arm and pulled me off. Yeah, that's what, like, it's like tugging her away. It was so pulled up, up into the first room on the right. I got pulled into the closet, and when I went into the closet, I looked up, and there was a girl staring through a hole in the ceiling. All right, Craig, so you're in the closet, and you look up, and there's a girl in the hole in the ceiling. Um, I well, okay, like I, I I would love to more know more context of this. Like if they're on a tour or if they broke into this place, you know, as teenagers. Like you know, I would like to know more surrounding this story. But yeah, if it was me personally, uh, I, I mean, I'm such a skeptic and don't believe in any of this stuff that if it literally happened to me, I mean, I would just it'd probably blow a gasket. I might, I might just like drop dead. I don't know. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't even know. I, I don't, I don't think I would have a very good uh, mind for it if, if it actually came true, you know? Well, and the thing is, is like, if it's pulling you away, you're obviously allowing it. And, and she might be open, which she's obviously open. She's an open person to uh ghost and spirits. I'm not, I'm more like you, Craig. Obviously uh, people know this from me talking about ghost stuff. I, don't, I try not to judge people that believe in it, but the more open you are, the more willing you're you're going to be to allow something to pull you in a direction, right? Am I wrong in thinking that? It checks out to me. I don't know. And so, you know, she's feeling the tug, so she's like, well, I'm going to let allow this to happen. I mean, personally, I wouldn't allow it to happen. If I feel like, you know, like, the, you know, four little fingers, like, grabbing me or what i assume you know like just that pressure of four little fingers and i'm like no dude you know i'm gonna be over there like no but if i did allow it and then i look up and there's a girl yeah i'd be like uh uh, uh you I, know what I, I just uh, oh, text, i just text her from this number and asked her if there's more context to this story or something so uh you know, people might not want to be getting text back from the number, dude. <laughs> like Jesus. Oops. Okay. I mean, the best thing you could do if you call this number is obviously use a fake number. So Jim Jim. I like I like selling it as a totally anonymous. Like yeah. no repercussions to this whatsoever. And then like the instant well, you she, send it, it's like what's you get replies. Do? It's like we need more of this. Your story's not checking out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Prove this shit to us. We don't believe you. 
<laughs> now, now you make me feel stupid for sending that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well, see, I, I literally asked for more context, so I get I get why you did it, but it is it's yeah. funny. Yeah, it's totally funny. It's, it's not hey, like I'm sitting like honestly, but I got your phone number forever now. She didn't call anonymously. She left her fucking phone or name, so obviously she didn't. Yeah, but she could go by justice on the internet. Yeah, well, it's not like it's not like I'm giving her phone number out to nobody. I just replied back. Not that on... we know of. I mean, we don't know that. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Jim, Jim, uh, you, you're a believer? Are you, are you more on board with this stuff? Or? I just like the picture from uh, X-Files. I want to believe. Right. So it, it's it's interesting. You believe, that, in, ghosts. You believe uh, in ghosts. That's a that's a movie, Johnny. No, it, I mean, I, I, I know you believe in Patrick Swayze, but. N- not but that one. <laughs> talking about Doug Cox, the, the, the semen demon. Oh, no, no. I was talking about ghosts. Oh. You said that you believe in ghosts, and you're like, that's a movie. I'm like... Yeah, paranormal activity is what I was ghosts? referring Oh. I, <laughs> I was referring to paranormal, but yeah, Ghost is a really good movie, but... <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh, I, 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 I'm not sure how good of friends we are. I thought you believed in ghosts for this whole time. Well, I do. I, well, I got... I'm more I got to see to believe type thing, so... Well, you keep telling the story of how uh, the dark creature, what was it, that comes through the a, window? That was a dream. Well, I thought that was a spiritual, like a ghost thing. Well, did you hear that, Craig? That I don't story? think so. I don't think so. I got sleep apnea. So uh, I fell asleep without my mask on, my CPAP mask on. And... uh couldn't breathe and i was felt like i was suffocating but um but it, i had a dream while this was happening where i was it's weird where it seemed like i was like fell asleep in a sunroom or some shit and there was a, some uh, a window and the, i'm sitting there laying and it's like i was paralyzed and i'm sitting here watching the window slide up and like a, a shadow figure crawl through the window and start coming at me but uh, the whole time i'm fucking trying to wake up and I wake up and I finally do wake up and I'm, I wake up gasping for air. So I don't know what that means, but I, I hear a lot of people experience the shadow creature and all that. It's, it sounds like a night terror a little bit. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I had those when I was young. Uh, <laughs> I would, I would have really vivid dreams while uh, being partially awake, I guess is the phenomenon. And uh, I would totally have the, the classic thing where someone was on my back and they would be like whispering in my ear and all this stuff. And um, like I totally understand like people back in the day, like before science and, and all that stuff, just thinking straight up those were demons sitting on my back. Uh, you know what I mean? Like not knowing, understanding what was going on because um, it was really vivid. And um, there would be some times where I would wake up uh, screaming like 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 a young girl. I mean, I, I, I had like, you know, like a very uh, high pitched scream and uh, my dad would end up having to come in and wake me up and the whole thing. It was like super embarrassing whenever it would happen. Um, but it's kind of grew out of it. I don't really, it never really happened past my teen years. So. Yeah. Well, I, I can see Craig. Oh, 
hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, like, like I think even one time my dad thought there was a woman, like a girl, in my room, because he was like, what, right, what, you know, like that. That was his reaction. Was like, I'm, you know, I'm gonna catch Craig with a girl in his room, and then it's just me screaming because I'm scared, uh, you know. So, you were about to yeah. give me a handshake and a pat on the Way to go, Craig. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, Y'all want to listen to this third uh, voicemail? Yeah, I'm going to approach this as though I'm a believer because I feel like we're ganging up on justice and she's putting herself out there. So I'm 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 going to I'm gonna I'm gonna go at it like 100% open mind. Y'all there? Yeah. Okay, it just went very quiet real quick. Here we go. I thought you were gonna play it. Yeah, I'm about to. More stories from Pennhurst Asylum. So, I was a down in the tunnels of Pennhurst in the Devon building, and I wasn't the only one there. And at the very end of the hallway, uh, the only light that there was was the red exit sign, and we saw what is called a crawler on the ground. It was on all fours, just kind of going back and forth. And then we saw someone at the very end as well like peeping around was someone who's around seven feet tall later that night i went down the basement the Devon building by myself i went about six feet away from the stairs and i saw the same crawler running straight for me i turned my flashlight on he was gone turned it off he came back i ran out of the basement and up the stairs and I never went back down. And of course, I have more stories from Pennhurst Asylum. So uh, let me turn this off real quick. And... Hey, yeah. Y'all have to flip your. Craig, if you can, flip your camera Got on it. and off. So... Got it. Uh, here we go. Uh, first off. A place is creepy. I'm probably not going down in the basement by myself. Like that's just no. Like I don't know why. Even as an adult, it's still darkness. Still kind of creeps me out. You know, even though I was in it a lot when I was a kid. But especially a basement. And after you've already seen something, I mean, she's braver than I am. Most definitely. Yeah, it sounds like uh, she's a little bit of a thrill seeker, maybe. Yeah, you know, like it's kind of like one experience after the other. She wants, you know, it's kind of like wetter appetite, and she wants more things to happen. So that would get the adrenaline, just that rush of seeing it come at you, and you flick the light on, and you flick it off, and then it's back there. Yeah, I'd be like, see ya, you know. Mm-hmm. But then you know, your adrenaline just be like, so it would it would bring you back. My luck, you know, because they said that you, you know, she only saw it when she turned her flashlight off. So, uh, so my luck, my flashlight would end up dying like in a, in a horror movie and the creature yeah. would get me. Lights out? Was it lights out or? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Where they flip the, uh, yeah, flip the switch on. Light it off. Yeah, and then it's it staring closer. Out. Yeah. <laughs> I would never. Active. I would. I wouldn't keep on flipping it on and off. I'd just leave it on. <laughs> Fuck this. 
Because I know once I cut it off, that some bitch is about to be in my face. Well, I, I've been afraid the bulb would bl blow, you know, like a... Oh, fuck, I'm screwed. That would definitely be creepy. Um, And if you have that many... If you see that much stuff, I don't know how many days she was there. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, if this was one visit or all, like she said, she's seen something that night. And then I don't know how many times she's been there and back, you know. Uh, <clears throat> but it would bring you there, even if it was your brain. Like, you know, because me here thinking I'm skeptical. But I believe in a little bit more after doing this after five, six years. I think after you see the one thing, you'd want to go back just to see if you've seen it, you know? Like, my mind would be like, because I see that. And then if you see another thing, then you're going to, you know, I've never seen anything. Right. Yeah. So I can't, that's the only reason why I'm more of a skeptic my whole life. And maybe because I'm not as open. I've said that before. I'm just, I wasn't as open, and I've tried to be more open. It's interesting when, you know, Justice is talking about Pinhurst, like it's common knowledge. You know, it's, it's interesting how regional uh, stories like that, um, because um, she's even referring to like specific types of, I guess, paranormal like yeah. ghosts or whatever. You know, she's like, it's called a crawler. Like, like we should know what that means exactly. You know, it must be like lingo that they use at this place, you know, because other people have seen similar type of, uh, you know, ghost or whatever. Um, so, I, I mean, I guess it's kind of like we have Bell Witch. I, I guess that VR equivalent is something like that, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Um, and I'm not a big believer in the Bell Witch, but whatever. You know, but we do have the Bell Witch, and uh, Jimmy's been there. Yeah, it wasn't nothing spectacular. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of some other places never really been to i guess anywhere really haunted like i've been to a creepy house that was just abandoned at night time that we had to go through a gate to sneak in because they had a chain link fence up around it and we had to like you know crawl through that and to get to it and they claimed that it was haunted it wasn't haunted it just had a bunch of trash in it where someone was a hoarder or somebody was just storing sure. it. you know and it was creepy though because you'd see like little baby dolls like you know, kids' toys, and it's just like, damn, man, it's just, just this is weird, you know. Have you guys? Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh well, I was going back to the, you know, I went to the Bell Witch Cave and whatever, but it, uh, when I went though, it what threw what uh, killed it for me is the the owners or the people that run it. They seemed like they were kind of dicks. They were, I don't know, just I'm just sitting here like, fuck this. Oh, you want to pay money to send it? Yeah, oh no, no. I'm like, you do this, you know, you know why people are coming. You do this, uh, you want people, more people come, but you're gonna be a dick, dick to people. So yeah, it, it kind of threw me off and kind of messed my experience up. They they were just rude, or were they like rushing you through it, or they wasn't rushing me through. The woman that did the tour was, uh, she was really a sweetheart, but it was an older guy in the guest shop. They have all these artifacts up, and uh, if you even pull your phone out to just text, this motherfucker's like, delete the pictures, delete the pictures right now. He was freaking out, right. and I'm like, good God, buddy. Well, it might be they want you to come there. If, if all the, I guess, maybe if all the stuff in their shop is 
have pictures online maybe then you won't have a reason to come to see the artifacts in person i don't know it just it, it kind of pissed me off and threw i didn't even want to be there no more i'm just like fuck you don't need to be a fucking dick about it so well i won't ever go back <laughs> wasn't no big deal to me i didn't you know i the the legend Boy, if you uh, went at night time you might have seen something though I don't think they do nighttime tours, though, so I don't know. I might be wrong, but, you know, that old man might be there, and he might really scare me or get me in the I cave. Think, I, think, I think they <laughs> probably do a nighttime, like... Probably around fall. I bet around fall, like, closer to Halloween, you know. But I don't know. That old dude might be a dick and not allow it. <laughs> I won't hear talking shit about that guy. He might be a sweetheart, just had a bad day. He might... Yeah, exactly. He might have had a bad day. Well, <laughs> he needs to You're apologize sick. to me. Oh, I'm such an asshole. I'm triggered. I'm triggered. <laughs> have you guys ever heard what uh, I think Ricky Gervais said about ghosts? Maybe. No. I don't know. Um, he he oh, pointed no. out, he was like, why why are uh, ghosts always from recent memory? It's always from like the 1860s on pretty much or, you know, Victorian era on. He's like, why aren't there any caveman ghosts? You know, and, and like when you hear that, it's like that makes a lot of sense. Like, like we pretty much only have ghosts that are from like the past 100, 200 years. And why would that be? And, and here in America, like let's face it, like the ghosts would be Native Americans and like slaves. It would be all the people we treated like horse, like dog shit, you know, for generations. Yeah. Like why would it be like ladies in white? You know what I mean? Like, why? Yeah. Why are those the only ghosts? Really, it's you know. It's true. What? What if ghosts only have a time frame? They're here, so that a ghost will die, or like it'll well, move on to another. You say like the Victorian era, though they're still around, but I'm pretty sure there's plantations that have ghosts with slaves or the claims. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And the the burial grounds is of Native Americans. There's claim, but I don't know. With the ghost stuff, it's like I think if you spend enough time somewhere, you have a better chance of seeing. You know what I mean? Or feeling an energy, or just I don't know. Because what, what actually what Jim Jam was saying makes a little bit of sense too, in in terms of uh, you know if we're speculating on ghosts and what they what they what yeah. might actually be, Wait, they might only have a window of opportunity to, to actually be a ghost and they might fade out after a certain amount of time. Yeah. Maybe the energy dies because yeah, you know, yeah. ghosts are energy and maybe that energy dies away and fades out over centuries of yeah. time. I could buy that. Yeah. yeah. That way you're not overloaded with ghosts everywhere though. Yeah. yeah. Can, you, can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, just ghosts everywhere. Ghosts from existence would be horrible. You know, like, so, yeah, that makes more sense. Like, they'd have to die. Just like, you know, any kind of living creature, you know, the dead have to eventually die, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, good. we got a good uh, theory here, um, or hypothesis. Is that how that works? Is it a hypothesis and a theory? See, look, y'all, I say some intelligent shit sometimes. Yeah. So, let's run with this. We'll, we'll Now, all we need you to do is pop up the paper. And we'll submit it to the Ghost Journals International. Actually, Jim Jam, if you don't mind, will you just text uh, Justice and see what she has to say about it? 
this motherfucker right here. Right. <laughs> tell, tell her your theory, and we talked about it, and uh, you need her to weigh in on it. Oh, that's great. And go ahead and send her, <laughs> your address. And um... as I heard, uh, as I heard before, um, like video calling people is very aggressive. So should I just try to video call her as well? Yeah. Hey, babe, what's up? What the fuck? No, hell no. Right, kept saying right. she had more stories. So, I mean, I guess she just goes here all the time and, you know, has a phenomenon it, happen. Like, And I'm wondering that, if she did before become a haunted house. You know, because uh, dude bought it, like, whatever that article that I'm reading on NPR. Uh, oh, fuck me. That's from 2010. So that was bought in 2008. Mm. And people, I'm wondering if it's, if it's still a haunted attraction. Hmm. Uh, hey, uh, I could check the Tennessee people horror. People were having a fit. People were having a fit that, uh, that he did this. I mean, because it's on like 10 acres. Holy moly. So, uh, people, people were having a fit like they were offended that it became an, an attraction. attraction because of all the bad shit that happened to people. It should be memorialized and brought to light. And become like a museum more than you got props of dead people and you're trying to scare people through. Yeah, I mean that's that's something I kind of avoided bringing up just because again I don't want justice to feel like we're you, you know like I totally respect her experience and everything, but there is something about it that it does seem to prey on. Oh, oh, it it does seem to prey on like people's fear of. Um, uh, people with like disabilities and deformities and um, psychological issues and stuff like that. So it is kind of that is kind of messed up to think you're kind of exploiting those feelings a little bit. I don't know, but I, uh, real quick while yeah, I pull this up uh, since we're talking about it, it is still running actually, and they do offer uh, paranormal tours. Um, just go to uh, pinhurstasylum.com. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be cool to go do a, a paranormal to, tour in the fall. Like they, or, uh, yeah, they open up their first night is September 25th of this year. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, that's probably for a uh, haunted house. Well, no, I'm talking, but yes, but year round though, um, year round though, you can actually do the, the ghost tour or whatever. I mean, it's, but there's multiple buildings on the property. So wonder if you have to uh, maybe investigate the page real quick. Uh, the paranormal part. Um, overnight paranormal investigations. Damn, that is massive. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they uh, the overnight one runs from seven o'clock <sighs> to one a.m. And really, and this is old. Old ass story from 2010, but I mean, he was saying that you know this place was falling down, like, uh, you, and he come in, you know, because it wasn't being taken care of. Even the state, you know, if you wanted to make a museum or whatever, don't use it the state or the county or somebody tried to register it and get funding for it. Mm. Like so, so the, you'd have to do something different to fund that much renovation on 
I imagine he didn't renovate all the buildings, but it looks like uh, you can do this pretty soon. Uh, the next one is uh, June nineteenth, so in two weeks you can uh, st- do an overnight uh, investigation here, and it looks like it's ninety nine dollars a person. Well, that's not real bad, really. For it's five hour uh, tour. Yeah. Uh, uh. $20 an hour. I don't know. <laughs> I'm over here. That's not bad, but $20 an hour. I mean, I can go somewhere. We can go to South Pittsburgh. Fuck that. It's a lot closer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's very true. It's Pennsylvania. Yeah. Right. But, uh, hell, if you want to move into oh, 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 real quick, I want to say thank you to Justice for sending that in. Send thank you so in. much. We would love to uh, hear more of your stories. But I would like, I would like, just after hearing her stories, like if you got to go in the buildings that she got to go in, because this could have been before while it was shut down. They could have snuck in, for all we know, you know, because like Craig said, we don't know the context of them going in. They could have snuck in that place because mm-hmm. it probably didn't have a whole lot of security because you're not you put a chain link fence around it and you just you know walk now away and. Now you now you're saying that uh, justice is be, doing a B and E over there. No, I said could have. So, well, that's implying that she's breaking like in. I already said that myself. We snuck into a place, an abandoned house that was. So it's not like I'm judging her for it. There's lots of people on on paranormal when they go investigate, they don't ask for permission to go onto the property. You know, because a lot of times they won't allow you to. I think it was implied that her as a young person also, like, not as, like, a full-fledged adult kicking down doors and stuff like that, so. Yeah, I wouldn't say kick down doors. I imagine there's doors already open. They probably don't lock, you know. I didn't say she broke into anything. I just said she walked in. And children had her way through. I don't know. That Um, was her uh, defense when the cops came. I didn't break in. The doors are already open. <laughs> yeah, see? Um, it, it's like I'm on a Wikipedia and some amount of buildings there, but it would still, it, it piques my interest on like to go where she went and, and be able to walk through it if it was safe enough and I wouldn't fall through the floor, but to go see it, you know what I mean? Like to do it. Yeah. I mean, to see if I see what she thinks. Right? Oh. Yeah. So, um, we got to break in. We got to allegedly break in. Allegedly. So <laughs> you we, just got to walk through the open doors. Yes. We're right. all doing this, right? We're going to the bank <laughs> next week. Um, Road We're going to go to the Limerick Hall. There's a Mayflower Hall. There's a Penn Hall, a Philadelphia Hall, a Quaker Hall. It's a lot of halls, guys. What What was you about to say, Craig? We're going to end up uh, riding out on some crawlers. Yeah. We saddle them up, man. We're going to fucking tame them bitches. <laughs> I, I think that would be a horrible idea. Well, if you tame them and they don't try to murder you, then it'll be okay. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's How crazy awesome. that 
they should have crawlers like fake ones like made up so people when they come to the attraction they could just sit on them like they're riding them or something i don't know <laughs> yeah i regret bringing it up now I've, like the more we talk about it the more it's like oh that's probably not, <laughs> not a very good idea so. <laughs> Hey Craig, you're an artist. Draw. Won't you draw all three of us riding on the back of a crawler? That <laughs> would definitely need context. That would have to come with like a little uh, blurb underneath explaining what it was, because otherwise we're just riding on top of people. It's kind of. So here's the crazy thing. Like just looking more into this, this is a government hospital, right? Mm-hmm. It's got 3,300 beds in this hospital as of 1950. It did. Um, but it opened up in 1908 and closed in 1987. So, what's that, 80 years? Like, it couldn't even... And they built so many fucking buildings there. The amount of money that was poured into that place mm. to only last 80 years is like, how much fucked up shit... Like, you funded the buildings, but you didn't fund... The people to take care of the people. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't make, I don't know, government. You know what I mean? That just doesn't make much sense to me. Because it's like in total, in all the buildings in, sorry, Craig, no, 636,454 square feet of, you know, indoor space. That's fucking massive. Like, as far as all the buildings go. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Craig. No, I was just going to say, I mean, apparently that was a pretty big phenomenon in the States because uh, I think they called them like snake pits where it's just, uh, you know, people kind of sending away disabled family members to kind of just not have to deal with them anymore. It's just a different era and and people weren't as sensitive uh, to kind of taking care of people, I guess. Um, so I, I guess, frankly, a lot of people weren't super concerned with the conditions until they saw it in vivid color, like this, this footage. And that's probably what kind of led to some, I, I would hope <laughs> some laws on the books to kind of make sure people are treated appropriately and everything. So. Yeah, you're right. It's like, well, we got electricity a little bit now. We'll just, um, we'll just send oh, you know, Theodore away. Um, he's not really mentally there. I don't really want to take care of him. The government says they will. See ya. Right. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Anyway. Yeah, y'all want to move in uh, on about the monkeys? Sure. I don't know how a good segue would be, but uh, I guess there is none. We're talking about monkeys now. How scientists taught monkeys the concept of money. And not long after that, the first prostitute monkey appeared. So now we're talking about prostitution with monkeys. So apparently, um, these scientists taught monkeys the, you know, I guess the concept of money and, uh, and their first thing. uh, And I guess that when they finally realized, you know, the whole idea was, you know, they save up the money, give them for treats or something. Well, these monkeys started giving the girls the money and started, started having sex with them so uh well the girl monkeys so so yes <laughs> i guess prostitutions even in the uh, animal kingdom i mean they they call it the oldest profession so i guess it, it only makes sense 
that's just I. <laughs> oh, I, I first uh, saw this story. I was like, I gotta send it to y'all because that shit was fucking crazy. Is this all under lab conditions? Is this like in a lab somewhere, or is it out in the? I like, think it was kind like. Of, uh, it's in a lab. Yeah, yeah, it was probably like at a zoo or some shit. Hmm. I mean, they taught him to gamble. Says uh, a psychologist duo from Yale University managed to teach seven capuchin monkeys. Capuchin? Is it how you say it, Johnny? Capuchin monkeys how to use money. The study went into some unexpected territory not long after. So, chins monkeys correlation and human. Okay. But yeah, so I'm pretty much. They taught them the value, uh, the value of money, and instead of buying food with it, the male monkeys bought sex. Well, it like just reading through this article, it's crazy because they would gamble and make irrational decisions because you know, well, if I put a, this many, I could win that many tokens. So they would wager it and lose, of course, because, you know, it's like, well, I can win that much fruit compared to, and even one, like, uh, bought, like, cucumbers or something and bit into it, chewed it up, didn't like it, and brought it back to try to trade it in for something better. Yeah. And it's crazy. Well, it's not crazy, though. Monkeys aren't stupid creatures that they can adapt and learn, you know? Yeah. Well, look at uh, Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes? Yeah. Took over the world. Oh, That's true. That's, yeah, it's, I mean, that, that's a movie. That's you nailed true. it. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't really argue with that. Uh, real life versus movie, I don't know. <laughs> I had to say that because both y'all's reactions were great. <laughs> Does it depress you guys that this was done at Harvard or Yale? Yale? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, so this feels same. like like the top minds are working on this. This is what we're. <laughs> is that sad? Kind of like teaching monkeys how to uh, pretty much gamble and buy buy prostitutes. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's... like, what what does that prove? I mean, what what's what's the benefit to humanity there? I, I'm kind of lost. Well, it's in two thousand five. Ooh. So, still don't know what that has to prove in 2005. I mean, oh yeah, okay, it's the uh, friends monkey. Oh yeah, maybe that's outbreak. outbreak monkey. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Maybe that's why. You know, friend was it was friends popular in 2000? I don't even know, dude. Was I know it? that I know that movie Outbreak got very popular at the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it was like it super... was. Yeah, it was number one on Netflix. I think I rewatched it. Yeah, I did too. We 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 did the uh, a podcast on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, we yeah. did movie, movie of the week. Yeah. Uh, here's another thing about these monkeys. Uh, so one of them broke loose, like when they would go to give them money, I guess, or something. One of them broke loose and stole a tray filled with tokens. 
I feel like this shit buys me stuff, and it gets me, you know, some pussy. So I'm definitely still in fourth. So it like instantly created a criminal element. Yeah. Well, not instantly, wow. but over time, yeah. I guess they developed like, well, maybe that one it, was like, "Fuck working for the money. I'm just gonna go steal that shit." I also think though, you're stuck in a fucking laboratory. These these, these monkeys. How bad would that suck to begin with? And you're in this ecosystem because it would be like an ecosystem of you're putting cages and you're giving them tokens to buy this. So that's all you have, you know? It's like, well, how am I going to get more food? How am I going to get more anything if I don't get tokens? That would suck. You think he thought that it was a survival thing? I mean, it'd be, I just, think about if monkeys, I imagine, want to be out doing stuff all the time, and you're just locked up in a cage. No free, no freedom, and they might have a massive area for these monkeys to hang out in. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it was on Planet of the Eight. Wasn't, wasn't that in Planet of the Eight where they had, like, where they could go and hang out? Yeah. Like, they go to the cages, and they go out and hang out? Yeah, they had, like, a little... Uh, I guess a room set up that had trees. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I only seen one of them. I think that I think that was called Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, Yeah, it was like a prequel, right? I think I've seen two of them. They're all really good. Didn't have Mark Wahlberg in it. No, no, that's that's the Tim Burton one from like '01. That's just oh. called Planet of the Apes. It's like a remake, basically. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Franco. James Franco was in Rise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I never watched the final one, I don't think. Yeah, there's there's Dawn and then War, I think, is the last one. War of the Planet of the Apes. Pretty sure. Yeah, that, uh, never seen. What was his name? What was it? the ape's name? Andy Circus, sort of. Or... Caesar. Oh, you mean... Caesar is yeah, yeah. Caesar is the character. Yeah, Andy yeah. Circus is the one that that's the same guy that played uh, Gollum, right? Gollum, yeah. And the, he played Kong in the uh, Peter Jackson King Kong from like '05. Oh. He's like a big mocap guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude can definitely move crazy. Hmm. He he must do yoga. <laughs> I need to do some fucking yoga. I need to start stretching. Anyways, um, uh, we'll move on to this next topic, which uh, we'll talk about Amazon and how they are. It looks like Amazon will not test job seekers for cannabis now. Since I, I'm, I'm guessing since it's uh, pretty much legal in a lot of states, they're taking it off there. Uh, and probably they could, they're probably thinking we can get a shit ton more workers if we, uh, don't, don't test for weed. There's that. And then there's, uh, the New York case, I think might've been brought against them where dude was told he got the job, but then when he went and it's legal in New York, marijuana is, and then when he got there, they drug tested him and they told him he didn't have the job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they're losing a lot of workers over this cannabis issue where it's legal in the state. And 
let's be serious. If it's legal in your state, why are you still testing for cannabis? Yeah, it's just like you know, as, like, as being hired on. You, they don't test for you know uh, alcohol. They don't test for it. You know, for a, on a test. And well, I believe and there's you can do uh, uh, mouth swabs for like that can test what you've done in the past eight hours. So you can make it a company guideline, you know, don't smoke any marijuana within eight hours that you work. Yeah. Right? I don't know. What do you think, Craig? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised it hasn't been a thing uh, sooner. Uh, you know what I mean? Especially working class, uh, uh, you know, where that – like, I, I mean, do office people even drug test like that? Is that really a thing? Uh, are they concerned with that, with – Someone that just sits in a cubicle. I mean, oh, why would you? Yeah, but why I, would you? Like, if you're sitting at a desk, why would you drug test someone for cannabis? Yeah, like I only feel like it's a consideration. Like you just mentioned with alcohol, it's similar. Where if you're driving a forklift or obviously a truck or something like that, it would be an issue. But, um, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Well, for Amazon, mm. I'm working in a warehouse. Might be the reason why, because you're around machinery. Mm. You know, and you're pushing carts, and you're, and it could make you more lazy, I guess, and you wouldn't get your numbers out there. Well, then maybe that will go into the other story of Amazon, where their Amazon managers say they hire people to intend to fire later just to meet a turner turner will go. So, and how fucked up is that? Mm. As far as usually a company you would think would not want a high turnover rate, right? You don't want it, but you know that it's going to happen. You know, so many like every company has to project that, right? Like, hey, you know, we work in this industry. You, the X amount of people are going to probably quit this job. Yeah. You know, either they're they're going to find something better, they're going to find something closer, they're going to find something. But they made that into a goal. Like they set it in like you need to have this many people turn over so that you get your bonuses or you get maybe not your bonuses, but you get approval. That's yeah. fucked up. Like if I go to a job thinking, you know, this is what I want to do, and you go in and do you do a good job, but yet they fire you anyways. And what if everybody's doing a good job? Then who do you fire? Mm. I know one thing. Amazon's taking over the world, though. Well, it, and let's be honest. Amazon makes billions and billions, and this is just like Walmart. Uh, billions of dollars. Profit. You know? Like, shit tons of profit, but yet choose to pay their employees not what their company makes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I worked at Walmart for 10 years, so I know they treated every store as an individual store. So your bonuses were based off of what that store made. Uh, so you know what I mean? So that's how they get around all that shit, probably. Is like, well, but this is what the store brings in. That's all we can afford to pay you. Mm. Even though the owner of that company is the richest man in the world. Yeah, for Amazon, definitely. Like, they I, just well, I made know, is he the richest in the world? Yeah, I believe he is. <clears throat> and did, did, was it Craig? You brought up the fact that he just got a super yacht made. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like a super yacht, and then he has a support yacht for the super yeah. yacht. Yeah. Uh, well, he has a support yacht because the super yacht's a sailing yacht, and you can't put a helipad on a sailing yacht, so you've got to yeah. have the support yacht so that he can fly, get his helicopter to go out there while they're already sailing it out in the middle of the ocean somewhere. He can land and be. Right, and I, I feel like it was or I, I'm pretty sure I remember estimated $500 million is what it cost. Yeah. yeah. 417 foot super yacht worth an estimated 500 million and equipped with its own suit support yacht and helipad. Ah, so, I can't fathom that kind of well, you know, he put, but they also went on to say there's an estimated 553,742 homeless people in America and at least 10 point, one million who remain unemployed, but sure, let's spend money on a mega yacht instead. Well, that, but that, but that's one of them things. Uh, it's it's his money, though. Why should yeah, and he, we're gonna get if we're gonna get in that, yeah, it's like no, I'm not gonna go there. Be responsible for all the homeless people in the world, like yeah. the government. Think about how much money the government's bring in that could. Be. Yeah. Well, hey, wow. this, we can end uh, you know end this episode on this and. That brings me to uh, something that uh, I think the government is trying to get the to do an audit for the Pentagon to see what they're spending all their money on. Mm. So uh, I would be curious to see. But you know damn well they're not going to put in everything. They're not going to audit everything. You know they they can't they can't talk about the Area Fifty One and the aliens. Of course, can't you know can't let that out yet. Even though they're slowly trickling that stuff out. Here's the thing about auditing the Pentagon, and there's too much classified stuff that you wouldn't be able to say how much money is justified to take care of that classified project because you don't know what the classified project is. <laughs> I couldn't imagine them trying to audit. Yeah. Like, okay, we're we're creating this jet that can't be seen by radar, but it's classified, and we're making new technology. Who says how much money should be spent on it? But that's probably why they've never been audited. But you could audit the uh, the day to day operation. Right? Like the office work and all that stuff? Yeah, I never really thought about, like, I mean, because people always criticize our defense budget, right? And it's how much we spend on the military and everything. And I guess I never really thought about all the classified stuff on top of that. Like, that's just the the stuff that we criticize is the stuff that's out there publicly. And then I guess there's, like, a shitload on top of it that we have no clue, which is pretty outrageous. Yeah. And you don't know what they're doing behind the scenes as far as uh, national security. Like right. how much money is being spent on that to stop, you know, like a fucking nuclear warhead coming our way. How much money is being spent on that? I don't know. Right. Maybe that's the issue. We don't know. But you don't really want to give that number out because then another government might be like, well, if they're spending this amount of money, I think if we up ours. We could probably get around 
that amount of money through doing this, mate. It's like a wormhole or rabbit hole that, and that's why they keep secrets in general, because they ultimately believe that we're not smart enough to know what they know, and we couldn't deal with it. All right, so. Well, hell yeah. Craig, you believe in aliens? Uh, not not like the classic, you know, aliens driving in spaceships and coming down and visiting us. I, I definitely think there's probably something out there. It's probably like spores or something on another planet type of deal. But sentient uh, space traveling aliens that we've encountered, probably not. I don't. I don't, I don't think it's very likely. But um, I, I would love to be proven wrong, though. I, I would think it'd be. I know. Amazing. If it's like Star Trek and there's a bunch of humanoids that look like us and all that stuff, that'd be awesome. Hell yeah. See, that's that the one thing I, I do believe in, but I still ain't ever seen one. So, I right. believe. What would your uh, reaction be, do you think, if you saw it? Well, I guess you can only speculate, but I think it would be pretty, uh, pretty scary because, you know, we're only going off of what we've heard. So. Yeah, but if you've seen one... Man, it might be pretty badass. Have you start dancing, but I'd probably be too excited, and they probably wouldn't want to come around me because I'm like, dude, what's up, man? Let's talk too much. Have you seen that movie from a couple years ago called Arrival that has like Jeremy Renner and Amy Adams? Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like that's a pretty good idea of what an alien might actually be like because it would be something we would have a hard time understanding because – Think of culturally how different we would be, and we we probably wouldn't look anything alike, and so it'd be like really tough to communicate. And and I thought that was a really good idea of kind of portraying that cinematically. Versus again, I love Star Trek, but I think the likelihood that there are like you know like another version of humans out there, and they just have like little dents on their heads, and they're like, hey, how are you? You know, I don't think that's super unlikely. But I wouldn't I just, think that aliens. Yeah, I don't think aliens look like humans, but. Mm. I actually have that movie over on my shelf right now. Arrival. Arrival. It's a it's a good one. Is that yeah. the one where the thing jumps off like the satellite and his knees are bent backwards? No, <laughs> that's the Charlie Sheen one. Oh, called the Arrival from like the nineties. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's that's a cool a, movie though. I like that movie too. <laughs> I'll have to rewatch oh, Arrival then. I'm um. Uh, I, I think no, I can't, where they're in a pod and she has to figure out. Uh, what they're talking about in a certain time, right? Before, otherwise, it's going to cause the end of the world. Or, well, right? I think I'm on. I think on the way downstairs, I'm going to take that movie with me and rewatch it. That was another good movie. I don't know. If it was, yeah, it was about aliens. Uh, oh man, why can't I think of? And I really liked it. Independence Day. No, 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 no. It's more recent and is all female. Not all female cast, you know. There was guys in it, but the there were soldiers, and they went through a wall. You know what I'm saying? Like it's annihilation. Yeah, yeah. that was Natalie Portman. Yeah, I really liked that movie. Yeah, it was really great. Um, oh and th- that that also had like a really scary moment too, with like that weird uh, bear type creature that comes in and uh, kind of oh, yeah. like investigates them and like looks at them and everything, and it's like terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, they're... I, I don't know. Aliens, uh, I just want them to be real because I... So that was a... Was that a 2018 movie? 
Yeah, yeah. It's pretty recent. Yeah. Yeah, I rented that movie when we used to have movie galleries. Or not movie galleries, but just rental stores. Well, this goes back on the classic real quick. You know, we don't have this. no more. No, I was just talking about Fire in the Sky. Which, that's alien abduction, so. I think I've seen that in a the theater. Was that with that, the kid? No, no, that's uh, Fire in the Sky is where that Travis Walter Walton, he got, uh, they were, I think in the, the, they were like lumberjacks. And they were yeah. leaving, and, uh, and they saw a light in the sky, and he jumped out the truck, and it took him up. Then they found what him in like a... Oh, sorry. Were they fine? Oh, they found him in a, a telephone booth. He called, and uh, he was naked in a telephone booth or something like that. What was the one where they take the kid? That's uh, the fourth kind. It's in Alaska. No, 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 no. I don't think it was in Alaska. It was where the family, and they were trying to stop it. I don't think that was the Ford Con. It was Millie Jovic in it. Yeah, well, I, I think that. that, that ain't, it, oh, it ain't the one that... Anyway, uh, it don't matter. It, it doesn't matter. Is that the one with uh, Kate, Kate uh, not Kate Russell? Is it Kate Russell? No, not Kate Russell. Uh, Kate Winslet? Christy. Shit, I don't know. I know exactly name. what you're talking about because really, it, Carrie, Carrie Russell, Carrie, Ru- Russell? Carrie Russell. My bad. Yeah, it was. It had the static in the TV. Yeah, and they didn't believe her that this thing was coming at a certain time and was like, and it would go around and take children, like the youngest born of the families or some shit. It was weird. I seen that in theater though. Yeah, I think I watched that with my dad probably. Anyways, yeah. it. Well, hell Craig, yeah, man. Coming on. Uh, make sure you go follow him at Four Color Craig on Twitter and Instagram and see all of his awesome artwork that he does. And, you know, just go support him. Go uh, check out Half Ass Forecast. If you already have it, love the podcast. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's really yeah, thank, thanks so much. Thanks for having me, too. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yeah, Appreciate and a big, uh, big thank you to Craig also for uh, making my uh, Jim Jam Here uh, logo. Oh, cool. yeah. Yeah, no problem. It was and my pleasure. I also want to thank you for uh, also giving Jim Jam a hard time for me. <laughs> it was great having somebody else fuck with him. Ganging up on Jim Jam. Yeah. I know it's all with love, so it's all good. Yeah. Even though Johnny would never admit that. I just said, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, my. Well, that's a shocker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it all ties back together. Yeah. Yeah, and all. Around. Hell yeah. So, 